Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and banging chicks and drinking beers no, and smoking weed. I'm married. Yeah, I'm married. Jake. Off panel, off topic with Jake and Tyler. Welcome back to episode number 15. Hey. What the hell? Of uh, the next great American podcast. <laughs> Tyler's upset. I, cha- I changed here? some things in the studio. and He's not happy about it. I, shut up. What's going on? I'm doing great. Uh, yeah. The uh, the man cave studio is coming together. I'm pretty excited about it. You know what I really like about the man cave studio? Mm. The abundance of toilet paper and paper towels. Well, we're doomsday preppers down here, and uh, <laughs> you got you know that's this one. is the only holdover from uh, from uh, Tinfoil Radio. Is, is the, the bunker? Uh, well, yeah, and in the bunker we had. Uh, we stocked up on toilet paper, you know, when COVID was really hitting hard in the U.S. You know what? We were the, one of those people that bought like way too many rolls. No, I'm kidding. We uh, we were we shop at Sam's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. No. So we get our TP. In so bulk. um, you know, I, I always whenever I read like a, a post-apocalyptic story, it always talks about how they had their um fun decorated uh you know lunch bags that keep things hot things hot and cold things cold. Those things at the top there. Oh yeah, the thermal it's essential for survival. And my thing is like, uh, <laughs> get the soundboard up. Yeah, I got the soundboard installed. <laughs> it fucked up the recording. Uh, so we, you know, we had to re- restart. Um, yeah, we is a proprietary argument. My biggest thing with like doomsday prepping, and the whole when COVID started, and I'll never understand this. When that happened, why were so many people trying to get fucking toilet paper? Does the virus say anything about bleeding out of your ass or anything like that? No. Then why the fuck are you getting toilet paper because of a viral disease? No, because they were no, because it was uh, um, production shutdowns. Because what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you remember there there was uh, thoughts that you know people wouldn't be able to go to work, like in factories. Yeah, I understand. I understand that, but it's also like Do you. It sounds like my you whole. Didn't. But my whole thing is people. If you have you have a shower in your bathroom, that's just a giant bidet. Just get in the fucking shower and spread your cheeks. I, <laughs> I do that sometimes. Gross. You go right from the shit. Never take how a is bath it, in your how house. How is it gross? Never it, taking it a go- bath <laughs> in your house ever. Tyler, it goes down the drain. Oh my god! Just like everything else. Oh. So that's what I would do in an apocalypse. I would just fucking wipe my ass in the shower. Yeah, because the water's still running. You dipshit. How do you not know? How okay? I remember. How does everything shut down at once? You you know how hard it is <laughs> to get everything to shut down at once. So I don't buy the. You know what I? What, I don't buy the apocalypse. My, my, I remember very distinctly that uh, during like a, a month a month long span, uh, whenever my mom and I went out for like anything, it was like, hey, if you see toilet paper or if you see wet wipes, Clorox wipes, like, get them. Yeah. And we, you know, there was. No, we uh, we're not doomsday preppers, but uh, yeah. See, the thing is, you get a Sam's Club membership, you can buy them in bulk. You get those nine rolls yeah. in bulk, man. Yeah, I want to I want to feed the there was corporate maw. There was one time we bought I don't know ten dollar a month. What the number on the, on, what is, the, how, on the how much is a Sam's Club membership? I don't fucking know. What the fuck? Why would I know that, Tyler? You think I know all the subscriptions I have? <laughs> 
stre- uh, streaming or other uh, otherwise. There, there is a moment though, where because I was cutting costs because you know we bought a house, and you're surprised how many things you just are subscribed to. For me, I can't speak to everybody else, but for me, there's so many things that I was subscribed to that I was just like. I was like, I'll do the free trial, and then totally forgot, and I'm still, pay- I was still paying for I, it. And- I see. I worked for three years in fraud and dispute, and I got really good at, you know, understanding that most of the time you sign up for a free trial, you are signing up just in, for the free trial. In, no, no, you are signing up for the subscription. Well, yeah, because they, they, they take, don't they tell take you your, that. Yeah, they, no, they take your card information, yeah. and they, they say if you don't cancel. Yeah, you know, they yeah. they say if you don't cancel by a certain point, you are enrolled, and I know that because we got fraud complaints all the time about that. And the problem with it, it was it, it was never fraud because it was just people weren't reading the fucking. As soon as they click TOS. yes, they legally bound themselves to to enroll if they don't cancel. Right, which is why you should always read the fine print. People. You know, the funny thing about a lot of those subscriptions is even if you get enrolled or whatever, you don't have to do it for like a certain amount of time. You can still cancel, but you're just not going to get the money back for the time that you spent on the subscription because you were dumb and you forgot. Yeah. That's that's it. They're not going to make you like, oh, well, you signed up for a year. Like, they can't do that. That reminds Yet. me. That, remi- Yet. that reminds me. Read your shit. I'm glad you brought this up. This reminds me. I need to cancel my Fallout first subscription. Yeah, fuck that shit. Because <laughs> it was uh, it was a free month, and I wrote down in my Google Calendar when to cancel because uh-huh. I did not want to pay for it. Yeah, and what happened? I haven't paid for it yet. The due date isn't up, but now you know. There's a little glimpse. What the fuck are we talking about today? Fuck you! Yeah, yeah. Got- okay, so um, about a year ago, uh, in the Lego catalog w- with my ex, where I live. Oh, you're talking about. Yeah, that's, we're going to start there. New toy? Yeah, fucking A. Uh, and it was on the Lego catalog in all the Eternals sets. There's four of them. There's the Rise of the Domo, which is their ship. And then this one is the next biggest one, which is in Arishim's Shadow. And then there's uh, an aerial attack and then a really small like $20 set with just like a Deviant and a couple of, um, a couple of Eternals and stuff. But I... Saw them in the in the Lego catalog. This was before they started pushing everything back. So we saw these Legos because it the is, movie was about to come out. It didn't come out. It is crazy though to think about that. Like everything had, was shut down this past year. Everything had. Shortages. I've known about this fucking toy for a year. But yeah, even the dude. toys got delayed. Well, because well, the movie got delayed. Yeah, so they so, didn't put out. Oh, okay. Right. You saw anyway, the Legos. Yeah, I interrupted. Continue. No, no, you're okay. But the marketing got delayed too. Okay. I don't know what you're doing. My mom texted me, so I wanted to send her a selfie of oh. me recording the podcast because she'd think it was cool. Well, let me talk. Shout out to my mom. Yeah, hell yeah, your mom. Uh, shout out to my mom, too, because you know what? We love our moms. Uh, but I've known about these sets for like a year, but I haven't been able to play with them. And yes, I play with Legos. So uh, the other day, I looked up on Lego.com. It said that they were all available, okay? Because sometimes it says coming soon or available or out of stock or, um, uh, you know, or, or no longer an actual set that they sell. You know, sometimes that's really irritating. Like, hey, I remember that set. I'd love to have it. Oh, we don't sell it anymore. Why do you have it on your website? Anyway. So it said available now. That was on Saturday. I'm like, cool. Uh, on Monday, I know Tuesdays is when uh, Target puts out all their toys. That's when they put out the new roll of toys. 
that's the best day to get clearance on toys because mm-hmm. they move everything old out onto the end caps and mark the shit out of it, mark mark it down. So, little tip for for me to all my all my listeners at the yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I looked up on uh handy thing uh, target.com and I looked up the number, the five digit code for the Lego set, and it came up that it was in stock at the Valley West Target. I went over there, nothing on the shelves. I grabbed somebody. I said, hey, I showed him the website. We know sometimes it's not accurate. I know that. I used to work. Oh, yeah, that's why you're asking. Yeah, Exactly. So I said, you know, it says you guys have it in stock. If you do, that's awesome. If not, I totally get it. You know, like I wasn't one of those assholes. Right. right? You're like, well, listed on the website. You have it. So I need it. Yeah. When I worked at that Target, uh, there's a way to look up on your little handheld scanner other stores. Yeah, if you didn't have something. Yeah, when could, I when I worked retail, we had a right. similar thing. I think everything has it. Yeah, but we all know also that sometimes it would say one, when it meant zero. Like oh, yeah, sometimes the, the inventory wasn't up to date. I would always, I would always call the store for the person and be like, "Do you have this yeah. actually in stock?" Before I made them go out there, because otherwise they're yelling at them, right? Anyway. Well, yeah, and it's common courtesy to be like, hey, I'm going to send you across town or something. The point is I got the inside scoop, so I know how retail works, so I'm not yeah. a dick. I know that it might not be, for all I know, it might not be marked for sale in the system. You know what I mean? They might not have it. Like, if I scan it, it's like a, an error. You know what I mean? Like, it's not in the system yet. You know, you know, there's any number of things. The lady goes and gets it, and I totally explained to her how the toys have been delayed for a year, and she's like looking at me like, I really have to get back to work. <laughs> but I'm like, no, you have to listen, because this is awesome. You have no idea. I have a fucking Lego Celestial. <laughs> this poor person was like, I just want to go back to my I didn't job, yell at her sir. like that. No, I want to tell you about this Celestial. <laughs> but see, what a lot of people may not know, because we don't talk about them that much, my favorite cosmic character in the characters in the Marvel Universe and, well, hopefully the MCU after the Eternals, is the Celestials. There's so little known about them with everything else that's been fucking explained and retconned to fucking death. The Celestials are still almost an untouched mystery. We even know how Wolverine was made now, you know? And that was like, back in the day, that was like, we'll never know. We'll just never know. It's just always going to be secrets. Secrets and lies. Secrets and lies. And then they had Wolverine Origins. Hey, his name's James Howlett. Well, that fucking ruins it. Thanks. Yeah. There, there's. Then they retconned it so his name's not actually James. It's Shut Logan. the fuck up. Yeah. God damn, dude. Uh, yeah, it's it's just... I, I My thing is, like, I was looking at my the, the shelf... And while you're talking about the Lego stuff, and I was thinking about, again, I know how uh, much you love Legos. And I'm looking at the Celestial because you have it on display for us here in the Man Cave studio. When are we going to do video? <laughs> Good question. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> anyway, we don't, while Jake's sneezing, uh, we don't, um, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, because I was looking uh, at the shelf, and I, you, I, uh, you gave me the Lego oh, yeah. T-Rex Venom, yeah. and then there's like a little Funko Venom, and I have like a Funko Macho Man, and I think about the Lego, and it's like, isn't it crazy to think that like some of our favorite properties, we want them to be turned into a Lego or a Funko oh Pop? It's such a weird thing I've that we- I've complained on the show about this, how they used to put out sets like that Daily Bugle Showdown, and it was a Spider-Man set, but it came with Doctor Doom and the Beetle. Yeah. And and Nova. 
And it was like, that shit doesn't happen anymore because of the proliferation of the MCU and sets tied to the MCU. They don't make, they do make weird, like, random Spider-Man sets. Yeah. But they almost always include a Spider-Man villain or an extra Spider-Man suit. It's boring. It's like... Which, you know, honestly... Give me a fucking Sif and a Warriors 3 fucking playset, dude. I'm kind of glad... I'm kind of glad that you said that because I'm at the uh, 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 in terms of the Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. you know everybody's talking you know ups- talking about how much they love Spider-Man in the MCU and how much they're they're upset he's leaving the MCU. Yeah. I like the fact that Spider-Man is going to go back to the the Sony Spider Verse sure. because now now you have the the benefit of Venom mm-hmm. and you know Venom's a profitable property. I mean. Shit, we've we're that's gonna be our first topic of the show is the fact that um Venom Let There Be Carnage cleaned up at the box office this weekend. Yeah. It had the biggest opening of of the pandemic era with ninety point one million dollars. Before we move on uh with that subject, can I just also say that the prospects for a follow up to the Dune movie to finish it because it's a two-parter, it's the first of a two-parter. Well, yeah, there's so is, much fucking is more looking in that. Really good. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely positive they've been making because Warner Brothers bank is, on the international market so far. We're in the era of corporations clinging on, making a property work by sheer force of will. Like, I'm cool with that. There's so there were so many roads. Listen, politicians do but it to laws but that's all a, the time. It's a, but that's what I'm saying is like we live in in the streaming era. So we're living in the era where Disney wants to hold on to every IP that they have. Warner Brothers wants to do the same thing be, so they can put it on HBO Max and you know Disney Plus and all this shit. So I had I had no doubt that Dune was going to get a sequel because that's a huge property for them yeah. and they don't want to give it up. I was worried because we're a we're in the dude. How many times have we seen Hollywood sit there and make shitty movies just to keep the film rights? Fox tried to reboot Fantastic Four just because they had the fucking film rights and they didn't want to give it back to Marvel. That's really all it is. But well, now who's looking like a bitch? My, Fox. My, my, well, my original my original point was, and we talked about it in in the Venom review, and I said this about the first movie too. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that I went in and watched Venom and didn't have to have be bogged down by the idea of. Because we're so used to the idea of, did I watch this movie first? Or have I? do I need to watch this movie? Like, there's so much homework in the MCU now. Well, good good or bad, I don't care about that, honestly. Because, sure. dude, I'm fucking ride or die. I've been, I've been riding this thing but for 10 gonna years. But you're going to have that in the Sony Spider-Verse eventually. Eventually, probably, yeah. Because so, Sony is investing a lot of money to build their happened? own Spider-Verse. You, you didn't answer me last week. What happened to Morbius? When was that it's supposed to It's delayed again. I think for, it's okay. January. I think is it done? Is it ready it's to go? Done. I'm sure. I don't know. I, all I know is that I'm pretty sure it's supposed to come out in January. So I, I, I'm just. I am. I am pushing back against the Sonyverse. I like myself. it. I don't. Why? I like. Do ben- you, so you want everything to be the MCU? No. You want the DCEU to be the MCU? Do you want? That's what I'm trying to get at. And I know what you're going to go with. So finish your point, and I will counterpoint you. Because <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot. Because Venom's. Venom 2's success Morbius, shows that Sony has got... Yeah, but uh, Morbius is not a compelling enough fucking character to make a movie out of. Here's what I was going to say. I agree with you. I think, like I just said, Sony is clearly just making this to cling on to their Spider-Man IP that they have. No, I... 
I think Jared Leto um, has been no because when you got Jared Leto is like Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. Yes, he is. He fucking he uh, campaigned with Sony. No, no, I'm not. What? I'm listening to you. Continue. I'm Get not your a, arms folded. Do you I, know I, that I, that is the we're body, having, body we're, language? Because I'm, I'm about to end your fucking of, career, I don't bro. Because my what you're saying right now. Because my argument. This means I don't care what you're saying. I'm listening to you. No. Oh my wow. god. Fuck you. I'm done. End the podcast. What's going on? You fucking baby. Tell the story. That's it. I was also teaching a valuable language about body, like uh, valuable lesson language about body <laughs> lessons. Uh, a valuable lesson about body. And language. I was teaching them a valuable lesson talking, about toxic max- masculinity for if calling you're talk- you a fucking no, no. baby. If you're talking to somebody. And they have their arms crossed. That generally means that they're not listening to you, or they are uh, already. No, because I, I just he, calm down. I'm not talking about you specifically right now. You I'm big s- baby. I <laughs> where fucking where? <laughs> Tyler says my arms. No, so that's all my story. Like I thought. No, okay. So what I was I'm going, done. what I was going with is, I agree with you that it does feel like. How about to end your career, bro? <laughs> so I mean, I got in debate stance, and you're right. I got a little aggro there. Um, no, because I like how I like when we dissent on the show. It's better that way. Content. Um, you just don't like it when I'm right. You're not. <laughs> I'm not right. I don't know. I think I actually I do think you're right. I think. It, and I'm glad that they're finally getting Spider-Man back because I don't know how invested I would be in a fucking Craven movie, you know. If they did it right, man, you could. Uh, and see, that's the thing about Morbius too. As much as I hate to admit it, if you, you ha- do you it ha- right, But here's the and here's the problem. It's a here's the problem you run into. And Venom is the only one that it, this works because they've already done it in the comics. But here's the problem with doing the villains first. I think that's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. I like that, but. The rules of screenwriting in movies is you have to root for these characters at some point because otherwise, if you don't root for them, why are you watching it? And it's going to be really hard to root for Morbius. I mean, yes, he's a tragic character, right? But it's not. You're, he's not. You're right. He's not compelling enough for me to be like, man, I really want to. Well, see it that. depends on how they make it. Like, if they do it right, um, you can make any property really like a compelling character. But regardless, I mean, what what we're driving at here is Venom. Is a ve- still a very profitable uh, IP. It was a great movie, but, that, but that's here's why. It's because Venom is fun. People like Venom. People are pretty familiar with Venom, and I agree with you. Morbius is going to be hard to, a hard sell. Now, me as a comic book nerd, I'll go see it and watch it because you know we'll talk about it on the podcast. But it's like I get what you're saying with that, and but I'm but I, what I'm trying to push back and say like it's as long as they do it, and you're right, they have to get better. Mm. But what I'm trying to say is having Venom in this Sony Spider-Verse I think is a good thing and it's we don't because otherwise NCU just dominates everything. Yeah. And it already does. And that's why it's important that DC gets better at making movies and cuz we need a good DC universe because you don't want you cuz Marvel has monopolized monopolized this genre for so fucking long. But here's the thing. We need I other don't, I don't mind the way that DC is doing it right now like Yeah. Um, shared properties that aren't necessarily connected, but they could be. Um, yeah. I mean, just do what works for you, DC. I mean, this is what's this and works for me best out of all the fucking things that you've tried so far. DC, EU, 
This is the best that I've seen so far. The Suicide Squad movie was awesome. The Wonder Woman movies were awesome. Justice League was cool. You know, I'm all for DC letting creators make the movies they want. And no, Dark World director, we're not doing a fucking Snyderverse cut, you fucking wang. God, have you seen that shit? Oh, I'm getting real sick of that. I'm getting real sick of seeing all these people being like, I would love to do a Snyder cut of this or Snyder cut of that. No, you made your fucking movie. Stop. Stop it. You know what's next? The Snyder cut of Dude, Where's My Car? That being, sa- <laughs> that being said, I would watch the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever because there's a whole sequence where he talks like a giant bat is in the Batcave. Like they made a giant mechanical bat. Like they filmed it and everything. Like, I, I don't know. I would And would I watch an Iyer cut of Suicide Squad? Maybe. But then, but I agree, I'm with you. Stop this fucking trend. Not every movie needs a fucking Snyder. You know what movie has seven cuts? Blade Runner. Blade Runner has seven fucking cuts of that movie. Mm. I just want to watch one. <laughs> wow. I hope that... My voice uh, cracked himself. But you I know hope, what I mean? Because then it was going to end up that. But I we're, hope we're getting... that uh, the guy who directed The Dark World, I hope that after he tweeted that out, that every time another director sees him, that they just automatically smack the shit out of him. Like, hey, what's going on there? Scores it. Ah, oh, what the so, hell? Tyler, let me tell you something. I don't want you to tell me shit. If I, w- if, if I were to tell Descent, you... right? <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? You're right. You're right. Damn it, I didn't have the board up. Yeah, come on, what the fuck? <laughs> um, oh, I thought you were going to do... What? The, uh, no, the other one. Ooh, look at the big brain on Spidey. You know, I'm the one that said it first. I was thinking the Skeletor... Um... I could write a book about what you don't know. I like Some how sort of portal we don't have the, we don't use a soundboard all podcasts. I and it, <laughs> then when we do, it derails the show twice, twice. You know what I feel? Misery, misery, misery. That's what you've chosen. <laughs> yeah, but at least you know. I mean, when we get our checks, you know what it says on it. One million dollars, bitch. Anyway, um, what if I would have told you like beginning of this year? Uh, so you ha- you already had the pandemic expectations in your brain. Uh, yeah. Well, if I, if I would have told you in January, no, I thought humanity had come to their no, senses no, no. and that we were gonna get through this like we were supposed to do back and it, in fucking right. springtime. You fucks. And, and if I would have told you then, in January, if I would have said, "Hey, Venom's coming out this year, Shang Chi is coming out this year, Black Widow's coming out this year," if I would have said Venom would out would have more money than all of them at the box office, would you believe me? Back then, yes, uh, I wouldn't have. Mainly because not Shang Chi. Mainly because uh, I just I know how stupid humans are. Well, Black, so to be fair, sense. Black Widow's movie came out too late. It makes sense for me, like it makes sense for me when things don't make sense. You know, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians being a success. That doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me, but I accept it because it doesn't make any sense to me. Ooh, look at the big brain on Spidey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate you. What? Back, he's back. I love you again. I love how that immediately changes what? me. No. Um, whatever. We, we, ne- I we never get too high or too low on this no. show. No. I just, I was having fun with you. Yeah. We're, I, I would have said no. I would have said no. Mm-hmm. I would have said yes, Venom would have made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But I would not have suggested that Venom would beat out no, Shang-Chi. Uh, now, Black yeah. Widow, I could understand mm-hmm. because that movie came out way too fucking late. Mm-hmm. And Shang-Chi is a new property. 
Yeah. But it's still, it's it's saying that, okay, Black Widow is a... Spider-Man is going to crush all of them. Absolutely. We know but, that. But um, Shang-Chi is uh, a movie that uh, is new, and it's mm. moving the MCU... It did fo- pretty fucking good. It's moving the MCU forward instead of going backwards. So I can understand how that would make more money. But the fact that Venom beat both of those movies is fucking insane. Now, $90 million. Okay, so if you... Had which to- is better than the first movie, and that wasn't even in a pandemic. If you told me dur- if you told me in January, if you said, hey, you know what? I'll bet you anything that Venom outperforms Black Widow and Shang-Chi, I would have said, I could see that. That's kind of where I'm at on that. Right. Like, I wouldn't have been like, oh, fuck you, I don't fuck... MCU, like you know what I mean. I would have gotten upset, but I, I could, uh, like, ba- even back then, I would have been like, okay, that's something that I could see happening. Yeah. Um, well, and let's be honest, it this Venom is really the the uh, big penis. <laughs> no, I think Venom is a great example of you, you had to have. Honestly, you did have to have the movies come out before, so you had to have. The movies like Black Widow, you had to have the movies like uh, Fast Nine and Free Guy that came out and said, "No, we're sticking to we're sticking to theaters and doing that because that really did start the trend and that kind of got the ball rolling." And Shang Chi, especially, finally, I think that was really the start of you know now we used, we're so used to having the summer blockbuster season. Now we have a fall blockbuster season. We talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with all these fucking movies coming out at one after the I've been other. to three movies this year. Well, I'm, well, it's even crazier because this month alone, there's James Bond this week. There's Halloween Kills next week, and I'm missing like, t- Jesus, my voice keeps cracking. I'm going through puberty. So I'm missing like two or three different movies in there in between those weeks, and so like there's a bunch of movies coming out. See, and I think that's because. We're finally ready to start accept finally starting to go back to the idea of like, hey, let's but go to know, the movie theater. We're vaccinated, you know. You know what's really nice about just mainly kind of paying attention to the superhero movie news? Yeah. I I get filtered down enough of the indie stuff that I get to see like I still get to see good, like independent films. Yeah. Um, smaller, you know, from smaller um studios and stuff. Like Uncut Gems. Did you ever see that? No. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh pretty good. But um they just never have. The nice thing is that, you know, you kind of know what you're going to see. Like, okay, this month I'm going to see a movie because this is coming out. Yeah. And this is, you know what I mean? It's kind of nice to have, like, a little fucking roadmap. You, you know, know, yeah. Like, when we went and saw Venom, yeah, it was funny because I had a moment that I haven't had in a long time because I'm so used you to. You felt it too? <laughs> when, we, when we both put our hand in the popcorn. <laughs> uh... No, I had a moment because I'm so used to watching trailers on YouTube and shit yeah. that when we were at the theater, uh, Ridley Scott's The Last Duels trailer played. Yeah. And I had not seen that before. I'd seen stuff about... And I'd so seen my original m- thought smaller was like, trailers, yeah. but not on the big screen. My original thought was like, look at these goofy fucking wigs. But then after I let that go and I just watched... Because they look stupid. Yeah. But I just watched the trailer. It was the first time in a long time where I was sitting through a trailer and I was like... And I look over at Tyler, and I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of into this. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I would. I go don't see know this. what it's about, but it's Ridley Scott, and it's Matt Damon and Kylo Ren. I think Affleck's in it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the woman Affleck is. Affleck is in it. He's, he's in a like scene where you see the side of his face. It's like blinking. Well, he talks it. at one point too. He's yeah. got a blonde. 
hair. He's in another movie that's directed by uh, George Clooney. I can't remember it, but uh, it, the reason why that's significant for this podcast, George Clooney will not show his wife Batman and Robin. <laughs> He's so fucking embarrassed to that movie. He won't watch it with his wife. Oh yeah, like she and he said on a Howard Stern. Oh, at, like she can't watch it. No, no, no. He's like, I don't want her to watch it because oh. I'm. It's so fucking. Well, if terrible. she hasn't, she probably. But you know, no. What? Clooney's a very progressive guy, dude. No, no. I'm saying. No, I know what you mean. I'm what joking. I'm saying is, um, what I'm saying is like, yeah, uh, Clooney. That's totally fine. And you know what? If she loves you, um, obviously the you know, hey, just. Don't watch it for my sake. I just really don't want you to see it. Yeah. Okay. But it's kind of like Bluebeard and the door. You know? Or just just don't go into that door. Go in, Don't go in that room. You know? You know the story about Bluebeard and the wives and stuff? Yeah. 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 No, not, yeah. Not that George Clooney would kill her, but... But no, no. What, saying but, like I don't want you to see it. You've never seen it, and now I don't want said, you he to. He also said in a Howard Stern interview that he himself... Uh, will not w- ever watch it again. He's like, it's so fucking bad. He did it. He yeah. He's stated on many times, uh, in different interviews that he did it. He thought it would further his career. Yeah, and, and he, he said that he he keeps... signed on for that for that reason. Yeah, he didn't realize any of the other bullshit that came with it. Yeah, any of it, like and any how of the stupid fucking, this uh, fucking marketing script was. and the fucking toys and the yeah. He didn't realize any of that shit. So you know, he uh, I don't know if this is true, but I heard a rumor that like. He keeps a picture of him in the bat suit on his desk to remind himself to not take things too seriously. Yeah. Like, it's that's true. Well. That's good for you, George Clooney. Yeah. Anyway, d- completely diverting the podcast, but I just, I saw that. I remember when he was on the Facts of Life. That was a story that I want to talk about. But I do think we are in a situation where I was watching those trailers and I was like, oh, I would see this. I was, I'm not, I'm at a point where I'm vaccinated um, and. The way that it is, you can assign seats so you can social distance. I've been saying this for a long fucking time. They aren't on that the websites, theaters, though. That theaters should have come back a long time ago because you could easily just limit space per theater, but we all know Hollywood would be like, no, we want the box office, so fuck you. So anyway, point is... Money, um, money, money, I think money. We're ex- I, think, I think as a country, we Peters. are ready to go see the movies again, and we're ready for... We're, are, we're in that process of seeing a movie, like new movies every week. We're ready we're for some dicks. Think about that. Think about that, dude. Think about... We used to live... In, this is how much COVID has fucking warped my mind. We used to live in a world where we would get new movies every fucking week. Yeah. And we kind of took that for granted. Yeah. And you know, you sit there and you think about it like entertainment. It's like we have millions of hours of entertainment always at our fingertips. Yeah. And that's fucking insane. Yeah. Insane. So yeah. I, I think this is a good sign. I think that um, v- this is a sign of people being ready to go back to theaters. And I think if this is, if Venom is going to make 90 million, you're absolutely right. Spider-Man is going to fucking destroy the box office. Oh, dude. Absolutely destroy it. Which sucks because I feel like Dune is going to get hurt so much by the fact that it's coming to HBO Max, too. Like, it's still a hybrid release. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I don't know if I'd see it in the theater. I, lo- I want to see it in the I theater. I kind of have to. Well, the problem is when you want to see it, I'll be at a wedding. Because it comes out the wedding, uh, I'll be at a wedding that weekend, so I won't be able to see it until maybe Sunday. That's really pushing it. So I'd probably have to, yeah. So you I know I'm seeing it Thursday. <laughs> Just you know you're gonna see it again, you fucking nerd. Just watch it with me again. Gosh. 
And I really maybe I'll have internet by then. I, we I can don't just watch it here. I. So I mean, I'll have my HBO. Who knows if I'll have internet? I'll have my HBO with my Max. I will say, not having internet has made me <laughs> really int- like just really appreciate antenna TV because it is some next level garbage TV. To, oh, on, dude, there's a TV. Antenna. There's a TV station. I think it's Me TV. And it has like all the old crappy like black and white shows, like all the old racist shows. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's like TV the way you remember it. Like yeah, all white people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, Jesus, that's subtle. Well, this is no, one. They, they have there's shows, one that they have... I found that's called True Real. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that show uh, or that channel. Uh, my mom watches that. Yeah, there's a lot of reality TV shows. Like I got, dude. I I'll be honest. I got hooked. There was a show they had on there called Little Women L.A. Yeah, and is it? Uh, it was like it was like Real Housewives, but with little women. But, but it was like little ladies. It was yeah. like the little midget ladies. Wow, dwarf Tyler. Come yeah. On. Oh, is that a is that a slay? Yeah, it is term? a slay. That is that actually is a frowned upon term now. Oh. I'm not being facetious. I'm being serious. I didn't think you were being facetious. You got to look at me like is he trying to fuck with me, and I'm not. No, I'm looking at you like I'm relaxed. <laughs> uh, and then I was watching Little, and then they had a spinoff, Little Women Atlanta. <laughs> so I was watching that one, and that one's all like about these these little women that are trying to do a Little Women collaboration album. It's crazy and it's bonkers, and I love it. So shout out to Antenna TV. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where. We, uh, That's what I love about it, this show being conversational. I don't know where we're going. Uh, speaking of TV, yeah. What if? Wrapped season one, Disney Plus. Still haven't seen it. I'm well. I'm gonna go on a diatribe here. I, well, uh, <laughs> before I, before I continue, I want to make it clear. Like I was living. I don't even have internet. And I found a way to watch I it. I was. Uh, I can. Yeah, but I was living in a situation that was really bad, and uh, I had two smart TVs, and we had internet, Wi-Fi, and all that shit, and I was able to watch almost all the Disney Plus shows. But, um. Especially the last year or so, it's been more commonplace that I've had to leave because my par- my significant other was drinking. And so I stopped going there anymore. In fact, I didn't even help pay rent this month because I don't live there anymore. But the problem is that uh, I can't have the smart TVs that I bought. So when I want to watch Disney Plus stuff, I have to watch it on my phone and I just have not gotten around wow. to doing it. Wow. Well, here's what I'll say about what if, because uh, I, I have sneaky ways to watch things. You know. No, well, tell me, Jake. Why? Well, I mean, if I'm being honest, I just watch uh, all my lunch break at work. But anyway, <laughs> um, not all of them. I I I can watch it on my phone as soon as I get home. I just again, I haven't had. Time anyway, uh, well, well, we found out in episode seven because there's not an episode, so we found out in episode seven. That uh, the Party Thor episode, the What If Thor is an Only Child, which is a fantastic episode. Because mm-hmm. I love the fact that Loki, essentially, yeah, they, they Loki goes back to the Frost Giant. So when Loki shows up to see him, he's a Frost Giant. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's fun. And the fact that Tom Hiddleston's like, I'll play this character for the rest of my life. So, of course, he voices Loki and yeah. all of this. Uh, did you like that Captain Marvel fight with Thor? I thought that was awesome. It was, that, it was okay. My point is, <laughs> after like, but the, what you're not giving me much over yeah, here. Yeah, you're not. No, no. Uh, I, 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 what, my, what I'm trying to get at is starting with the what if Thor was an only child. Mm. 
it becomes connected at that point. Yeah. And so seven, eight, nine are the ones that are all connected, and they tie into the whole hey, season. Hey, wh- why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Because then episode eight is what if Ultron won, which is. Anytime somebody numbers off seven, eight, nine, I always think of that joke. Is that bad? Yes. Like, always. Yes, it is. I almost always Nobody, have to repeat it. You know how many number eight victims there are out there because of sevens eating nines? Anyway. Your fucking soda makes such an ominous fucking sound. What? Anyway, uh... So I'm not spoiling episode nine. I'm just saying, like I, I'm upset by this because I was sold on the idea Shh. that I know it does sound like you're throwing something down a well or something. <laughs> I was sold on this idea that what if what if was going to be this cool like the comic book. I told you it was connected. It's stupid. Why is it connected? Oh my god! Because it leads into multiverse of madness, does it not? <sighs> yes. No. The rumors I'll about t- I'll tell you right Bad now. Strange I'll, being in I'll, Multiverse of Madness are true. I'll tell you right now. That's not what happens. Well, then shut up. No. I'm not going to shut up. <laughs> Why can't Marvel tell a singular story? They are incapable of telling a singular story. And it's not their fault. Oh, wait. Yes, it is. Because of the way that they designed their universe, everything has to be connected to something. Why can't we just have a fucking Marvel zombie story and not have it be tied to some fucking grander story? Why? It happens in comic books all the time. Why can't you... This was this is what obsessed me about What If. And it's not the fault of the creators. It's not... They made something that I didn't want. They made... they. <laughs> wow. Fuck you, dude. I like... No, I liked almost all the episodes. And I still liked episodes. I thought they were great, well-produced episodes. I love the animation stuff. But I don't like the fact that they had to just make it this connected story. It's like, why? Just tell these random stories and just have fun with them being an anthology. Why does everything have to be so fucking narratively tied to everything? And I said this at the beginning of it when I said, I hope it doesn't go that route. And it did. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? Because I told you it would, A. And Defend B, yourself. I told you it would, A. And B, uh, is not the presence of the Watcher in every episode automatically connect everything together? He says I watch... Oh, my God. No, no it doesn't have to. You can just say that he watches... You've already introduced the multiverse in Loki. My only just... The only thing that I can see a justification for connecting all of these is... That what if exists to explain to the viewer that isn't familiar with multiverse stuff, this is how the multiverse works. So you're ready for the rest of these other movies coming out, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But my problem is you could have done that without connecting it. You could have done it with making them their own thing. Well, Tyler, (laughs) why would you tell me six episodes that are seemingly unconnected and then in the last three be like, oh, yeah, well, guess what? It was all a grand scheme and we're super fucking smart because we're Marvel and uh, it was all connected the whole time. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Now, that being said, still a good show. (laughs) I don't know why I did all this thing. I got... I got all well, you know, it's like it's like it's like I was saying. It was a classic case of it was I wanted something, and they gave they did something else. And they gave you what you wanted with a big old turd sitting on top of it. <laughs> you were like, 
Man, you know what sounds really good right now is some manicotti, some cheese. What did you think of episode eight with uh, how they did Ultron? With Ultron one. Creepy as fuck, dude. Um, wow. Just like, I mean, you want to talk about. Br- you want to talk about scary villains, this, dude. This show, it did not help with my existential dread. What do you mean? Because episode four, yeah. he collapses the universe. Doctor yeah. Strange does. And the whole time he was doing that, he was doing it over hundreds of years. And he wasn't aging because he was keeping himself in like a state of like, I don't know. I've had some serious, weird existential thoughts lately. And like that, but when you mess with time like it, it it's just like, it, it hits me differently. I don't know why. It like, I like it, but it just has a different emotional effect on me than other people. Do you ever think that maybe. And to have that happen twice in one season, I'm like, people, good God. Do you think maybe that people before they started keeping time, if you will. Like with clocks and shit, do you think that people perceive reality differently than we do? Oh, absolutely. You know, because with the way we we treat time like a currency. Well, we we have. To. I treat time like a currency because you have to in this world. Almost every clock you see these days has seconds on it. Yeah, because every second, and it, and it ain't just in the radio biz. And where, I know where we I, actually need it. <laughs> I'm not even in. Yeah, and I'm not even talking like hustle culture, or grind culture, being like you got to spend every second. I mean that just as like. What the hell is that? Cult, cult, hustle and grind culture? What's you ever that? seen like Gary Vee videos? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, well, you're lucky. I don't. They're the kind of guys that say like, you need to work like 18 hours a day. Like, you only sleep when you, you know, like, yeah, this whole like, if, you ain't, if you're not awake and you're not fucking grinding, you're not living. I like that kind of shit. So essentially, it's this idea that like, you clearly didn't work that hard, but you're going to manipulate other people into working that hard for you and exploit them. Cause you're a rich asshole. <gasps> I didn't. No, I didn't mean that, Gary V. I'm sorry. Fuck Gary V. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> That's our segment. Fuck Gary V. What? Fuck Gary V. Fuck Gary V. This isn't a Glee club. Oh. I'll eat your ass. Back to the show. <laughs> I like how you're you waiting with bated breath for being like, what is he going to fucking pick? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. So even take away the whole like hustle, grind culture or whatever. What I'm saying is that like to enjoy life, I feel like to live it to its fullest, you got you to gotta spend every minute and second with people you, you love and have a good time with. And that's why we're doing this pod. But yeah. what I'm saying is, like, when you when you play with that narratively, that always has a different effect on me because it's like this. It's crazy because it's just how we perceive time. Mm. Um, and so uh, to have that happen again in the Ultron episode, and I and I, <laughs> I love how they did Ultron. Like he was so fucking cool in that episode. And I love the fact that they even went to the other length of him putting him in Vision's body. Well, yeah, that was the intention. Well, that was the whole. Age of Ultron. That was the whole yeah. subplot of that se- that yeah. movie. So I love the fact that they stuck with that, yeah. and then made Evil Vision slash Ultron. And like my favorite part of the whole episode is when Thanos comes through the portal and he just splits him like bipedally, like splits him with the Mind Stone. I was like, well, why didn't Vision fucking do that? <laughs> but it's also like I don't. It's it's a comic book, whatever. But like that was my favorite thing. And then the I. <laughs> My problem is because Doctor Strange became aware of the Watcher in the fourth episode. Because mm-hmm. he goes, what was that? 
Mm-hmm. And the Watcher's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. How does Ultron become aware of the Watcher? Because he's killed everything? No, because he has the Infinity Stones. He's, he's Oh, that's right, because he has the gauntlet. He's omniscient and omnipresent. Well, and that's, uh, well, that's I've lived my life, now that we're done talking about what if, let me tell you. Well, I'm not done. Because oh. I had a question for you. What do you think? What about what? Because we saw this in Loki with the stones not having a real effect in there. And he mentions it that st- the Infinity Stones work differently in each universe. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of lazy, but also kind of smart. What do you think? What happened to you, man? No, there's a lot you of- You lost all your energy. No, 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 no. There's a lot of people that- <laughs> I've I read some of these uh, debates online about, like, you know, the, the plot holes. I To me, like, plot holes- uh, You know, I mean, I, I, I get it. But the whole point of the show is that it was an alternate reality, so- Oh, yeah. I found a comic book I wanted you to... Oh, fuck, I forgot to... I, well, I forgot to tell... I was going to text you last Do night. Do you remember I told you about the What If comic, the darkest one that I've read, where Steve Rogers doesn't quit being Captain America, and he yeah. ends up getting assassinated... Oh, shit. You might as well just talk about it. I don't care. He ends up getting assassinated by uh, by somebody, like in front of a huge... Uh, like in front of a giant audience, like right next oh. to the president. Steve shit. Rogers. It's fucking dark as fuck, dude. Uh, I found it though. Anyway, um, I I I chalk. Uh, look for you for somebody to say, well, that makes no sense. That Vision did that. Why didn't he just do it? You know what? Why is Vision like all cool in the in the T'Challa Star Lord episode? Because it's an alternate reality. Yeah, that's why Thanos is like, hey, I didn't I get, commit genocide. I get that. There's people going like, well, if he did, if he did, if he did it here, why didn't he do it there? Different realities. Sure, yeah. And honestly, Ultron was in Vision's body, which was the ultimate combination of man and machine. Remember? Yeah, because that's what he craved. He craved the organic Vision was just Vision, dude. It had no Ultron in Vision. None. None whatsoever. That's what made Vision, Vision. Yeah. He's basically the Mind Stone complete as, you know, come to life. Well, he's, he's, he's good... He's not he's the same. He's able to lift Molnir like he's a good like he's a good will. Right. He's not the same in in other words, he's not the same vision in the MCU that he is in that what if episode. Because that what if episode, that's Ultron. In the MCU, that's vision. So it's different. Yeah. It's also the vision that and kept would, his yeah. zombie wife. Yeah. That's so fucked. Right? What the fuck? Well, especially the part where you find out that he's <laughs> feeding T'Challa to her. And then she comes out of the thing. Like, that was dope. Like, I love that. Episode 5 uh, is still probably my favorite. They're all good. Oh, I, I don't. No, I, I thought back. they all... I did it back. I love Chris Hemsworth's Thor so much, and Thor's my favorite MCU character, mm-hmm. so uh, what if Thor is an only child is probably my favorite. And that fight that he has with Captain Marvel is fucking awesome, mm-hmm. and I loved it. So, uh, yeah. Th- so what if, overall, uh, I'm glad it's getting to season 2. Um, I just... I don't know. I, I hope they lean in more of doing a little bit more anthology stuff. Yeah. If they want to make it connected, fine. Yeah. But, you know. Well, you know what's actually weird about episode nine? There was an episode about Gamora that they cut. Yeah, because they made the fucking minifigure of her. There yeah. was also yeah. one with so, and that, Spider-Man and that canceled as that. Sorcerer Supreme. 
he isn't he's in the zombie one. They put the capes around him a little bit. In the oh right, right, right. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, no. Uh, the there that episode got cut where it was what if Tony Stark goes to save, or what if what if Tony Stark goes to Sakaar to get Hulk? Right. They made the the Lego set the uh, Sakarian Iron Man. Yeah. So so yeah, and there's like a confrontation, and in that storyline. Why did they cut him? In that storyline, Gamora kills Thanos. That's why she has the Thanos armor in his weapon. Cause she's a bad bitch. I don't. I don't. Um. Uh, I don't know why they cut it. Honestly. Um. I, I don't. Buckos, I don't. Because they they're dicks. Yeah. Because when the Watcher. Because spoilers. I guess. Yeah. Don't. I haven't seen it yet. Well, ep- you saw it at the end. I think of episode eight where the Watcher's like, "I need help" or whatever. Yeah, Dark Stranger. Yeah. So in episode nine, at the beginning of it, is him rounding up the team, and uh, he goes to uh, Sakar, and there's a scene where Gamora is fighting Iron Man, and he goes, you know, I choose you or whatever. So, yeah, there, there's there they definitely had a secret. I don't know why it was cut. I really don't. Um, I Shut guess up maybe about it. maybe they wanted to stick to nine episodes, as st- as silly as that sounds, because they would have made it ten. I don't know. Um, I know that they also cut out an episode where Spider-Man was going to be a spider, like turn into human spider or whatever. That oh, that's a that's an actual storyline from the comics. An actual what if from the comics? No, an actual storyline. No, from I the know, comics. I know. And they also did it in the cartoon where he uh, actually turns into a spider. The, the what if in the what if story about it is what if Spider-Man had never lost his extra arms, and that was based off of that's how Morbius came into being. Is that he? Um, or that's how he was introduced in the comics, is that Peter Parker tried to come up with a formula that would rid him of his Spider-Man powers. And instead, they mutated him like, and gave him four extra arms. And he's like freaking out. He's like, I don't know what to do. And Kurt Connors was not the lizard at the, at the time. I'm pretty sure this is how they introduced Morbius in the cartoon. Oh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> in the who's, 90s who's cartoon. His friend? It might, might be a direct adaptation. Yeah. But um, he's friends with Peter Parker, so he says, I have this place down in the Everglades. It's super secluded. When I fucking lizard out, I go down there, and it's good. <laughs> Seriously. Like, yeah. It's well, good I got to fucking get out my lizard rage. But I'm, you know, why don't you go down there and work on a cure for your arms or yeah. whatever? So he does, and Morbius, like, shows up at some point or what? I, I don't know. But there was an episode that... But the what if is, what if he had not lost his extra arms? And it actually is... Most of the what if comic books turn out to be really fucking dark. Well, even the show does too. There's, yeah, I don't think, point. What, what was? I don't even think there's one episode that really has a happy ending. T'Challa, Star Lord. Oh yeah, I guess that's really the only one. Captain Carter is kind of. I mean, it is just the beat for beat Captain America's. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. I would love to see. A, uh, Haley Atwell said she's game for a uh, Captain. Carter live action movie, yeah. which would have been cool. Also, there's a lot. There's a couple. She's th- so hot. <laughs> there's a couple of things that got canceled, uh, or got so that episode got cut. They also had an episode that was too. They said was too gruesome and dark, or too body horror. Was the spider was Spider Man turning uh, into like a spider? Which honestly, I'm pissed because I'm like, you're telling me you're gonna make a Spider Man like John Carpenter Cro- style? You made a Cronenberg fly Spider Man? What if? Yeah, let me and you see didn't that. Didn't let me see it, and you also didn't somehow bring Joe, Jeff Goldblum on to star. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, and then I don't, I don't apparently, know what's happening to me. I don't know what's happening. Apparently, to me. there was going to be so there's talks to do the the a Captain Carter thing, but uh, Haley Atwell said that she like the story has the script and story have to be right. Oh, big actress, the story and script have to be right. Just take your money. Well, because she just wants kidding. she wants Captain Carter to I'm be a symbol she's, she's of. Awesome. Yeah, she she wants Captain Carter to kind of be a symbol of uh Haley Atwell is the bell. women and, and empowerment and all that stuff. So you know what I really like strong women. So she wants that. So all the neckbeards are gonna hate it. Um, have you ever, and there have was you ever dated a girl that like um or just been on a date with a girl who's like whatever you want? <laughs> have you ever done that? No. It's really fucking irritating. It's like anyway. Uh, can you <laughs> make a decision? Can you? You know, I want to go on a date with a girl, and she's. What are you talking about? Calm down and listen to me. <laughs> I want to go on a. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I want to go on a date with a woman and be like, "So, uh, what did you have planned, or whatever?" Like, and she's like, "We're gonna go. We're gonna go uh, fight tigers," and be like, "What? We're gonna go fight tigers?" And like, holy shit! Like that right there is like, I'm gonna marry this bitch. I'm gonna marry this bitch. Where were you going with that? Fight tigers. What? That? It, oh my god! I'm I so pissed. I let you go. Why? The fact that you yell at me to let you finish is if you have a poignant thing to say. I did. I want a woman to date who's like, let's go do something fucked up. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm talking about Captain Carter. What the fuck are you doing? What? Uh, <laughs> you know what? You get another one. What? We were talking about strong women and beards, neck beards. I was saying how I, I, I don't want to be, you know, and I was giving you the... Come on, move it, we're missing dinner. <laughs> check your levels on your soundboard. Dude. Why don't you check your levels on Shut Up? Gotcha. <laughs> no, uh... Zing! There was going to be, uh, unfortunately, uh, Chadwick passed away, but there was talks to do a T'Challa Star-Lord spinoff mm. show, mm. which I thought would have been really cool. Mm. But, uh, yeah, they didn't have it. As long as you include Howard the Duck prominently. I'm going to be honest. I think Zombies is the only episode of What If that I wanted to see more of because I thought that was so fucked when they went to Wakanda and there's zombie Thanos. And I'm like, what? I'm into it. That was, uh, that was a great episode. But What If, everybody? What? So let's talk about DC because, you know, I feel like we have Wait, a- play, play it again. What? If. Nice. That's how this should have started. Instead of that Jeffrey Wright going, Jeremy Wright going, what if it should be? Hey. What? If. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, the thing I, the thing I really liked about the, uh, opening to what if before we move on. Yeah. Is you're so drawn into the visual aspect of the opening until they show the watcher. That you don't realize that there's this fucking, like, epic horn. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, as soon as they show him and he's like, I am the Watcher. It's like, duh, 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 I gotta duh. It's like, oh, shit, I'm about to see something fucking epic, dude. Yeah, I I, I gotta say that uh, Marvel, the Disney Plus shows, the scores on these are so good. Yeah. So good. Um, Give me a wang. Give me a wang? Is that no, what you said? <laughs> We don't talk enough about DC, so uh, the, according to James Gunn himself on Twitter, uh, that he did respond to. Do they still make comic books? DC? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Nobody buys them. Wow. 
Oh no! You know what I should have done? Yeah. Nice meme. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I could just hear his fucking lame beard in that voice. What a whoa! Well, what a fucking nightmare. That's what I. That's what DC says when when you talk about him. Oh, what a nightmare. Oh. Um. Oh, I'm so fucking scared. What? That's my segue back into what I was talking about. I feel like I have to use it on you. You kind of did. Nobody listens to this show anymore because of the soundboard. I guarantee you. <laughs> like, fuck those guys and their stupid toy. Uh, it's fun. It's like so DC. Let's talk thing. about James Gunn. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, there's some people have an exchange on Twitter, and he responded of like, "Yes, I am working on another project, but it's not DC. It's not Suicide. He didn't say Suicide Squad, but he said I'm do. I am working on another." project outside of peacemaker which i think was him also implying outside of suicide squad he's developing that so we uh decided to have a fun little thought experiment which is always fun i think and uh <laughs> a fun little thought experiment we ta- which i think no, is we, fun we talked about this uh we talked about this last night so we decided to have a thought experiment what <laughs> also keep can in you, mind uh, can you give me a skeleton real quick well before i get there keep in mind he is currently working on Guardians, the Christmas special, and yeah. Guardians 3. Yeah. So it'll be a while. It's fine. It's fine. What are some of the possible <laughs> projects that James Gunn could be working on for DC? Like our dream projects, okay? Um, one that both of us kind of, that I think I brought up first, but we both touched on it was Swamp Thing. Yes. That, uh, I think we, he could, his horror roots. That's what I'm saying is, is yeah. have, and, and, well, and he also did trauma, so he yeah, had yeah. a lot of experience with uh, creatures and, and swamp and, creatures and horror and gore. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think he would be a great th- uh, choice for that. I think mm-hmm. he could really, especially, can, like, this is also the guy that made fucking Slither, which was a, a, a movie about these aliens that were like these slug things that would get into your mouth. And uh, take over your body, and like it was a like a body snatchers type movie. So he knows how to make like gross, disgusting movies. And let's no, let's be honest. Swamp Thing is a fucking gross character. It is a glob of swampland made into a human. Mm-hmm. And if you follow the um, the Alan Moore Swamp Thing that that idea, mm-hmm. he's not even a human anymore. Mm-hmm. He's just a corpse inside he's a, the inside of swamp. Thing. He's an elemental. He's a he's a force of well, nature. Well, he, yeah, he protects the green. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think James Gunn would be, tell a great story because he's so good at writing misfits. He's so good at, at, at making you care about a CGI character, yeah. i.e., Groot and fucking Nanawe. Yeah. So uh, I think it, it could work for Swamp Thing, yeah. and especially imagine him doing the fucking anatomy lesson. From the Alan Moore book, you've have you read? You have had to read Saga Swamp Thing. No. How can you tell me you love Swamp Thing and you never read Alan Moore's Swamp? Because I grew up with the seventies and eighties Swamp Thing, which was straight up fucking horror. It was straight up like they were they were like they were straight up fucking. They were the most disturbing books that I read when I was a kid, and they always gave me nightmares. Well, you watched the show, didn't you? Or no, we talked about this. I haven't seen the the yeah. season one. I, well, we this, we didn't show... know if it was still on HBO Max. Yeah, I haven't looked. I haven't either. Well, I don't have internet. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm living yeah. in the fucking Sony. I don't. Just... I don't yeah. uh, Swamp Thing, the show, is very, very much based on his book. 
okay. on Saga or something. Yeah, the Alan Moore Swamp Thing is is considered the seminal Swamp Thing. Yeah, story. Yes, it, 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 all. It, yeah, I know that. Yeah, it's widely considered that he's the one that reinvented the character. Yeah, because before added, that, gave it more of a ho- it stuck to its horror roots, but also added like a before that it was horror, but it was Swamp Thing was like he talked. Yeah, you know, to like, and he had that he had a girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, super hot. Swamp Thing also has already had two movies, and they weren't super successful. But I feel like James Gunn could be the guy to to take Adrian, over. Adrian Barbo, because Swamp Thing has gained also super hot. <laughs> Swamp Thing has gained more popularity, mm-hmm. but he's still kind of an obscure character. I feel like yeah, and, he is. And you could do something really cool. The with average him. person would know Batman if you said Swamp Thing. They'd be like, um, alligator, <laughs> uh, uh. Swamp people? What, what are we talking about? Snake? Uh, yeah. Because yeah, uh, they, they think you were asking them to name something that's in a swamp. A swamp thing. <laughs> Trees? Moss? Little tiny boats. All right, Tyler, what is one, what's another one you're thinking of that D, that James Gunn could do that you think This is awesome? even more obscure, but I'll bet you he would be looking at it and be like, fuck yeah. There's this, uh, they haven't been used in a while. They've been off and on throughout the DC Comics universe, but they're more from like the 60s and 70s. But there's this book uh, about these like five human uh, explorers, and it's called Challengers of the Unknown. Ooh. And uh, it's it's whacked. It's fucking wacky, man. It's It's literally like, how do we do a book where we can literally fill it with whatever crazy shit comes into our heads? I got an idea. How about five humans that are explorers? We'll call it Challengers of the Unknown. And then if we're like, hey, you know what? Um, I got an idea for this. We'll throw it in that book. Fuck yeah, let's do that. Cool. And it's it's just nuts. But I bet you, I mean, he's somebody who could make that into like a household name. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I've never. You're right. That is super obscure. I've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. So they're not. Is it like a Johnny Quest kind of thing where they're like uh, they're just they they back in the '60s and '70s, like uh, both comic book companies had like, um, well, shit. The, one of the most popular books that Marvel put out was Millie the Model back in the <laughs> '60s. Uh, yeah, I know. You're like, what? Well, I, I see where you're going with this because he's great at taking obscure characters and making them mm-hmm. uh, lovable and making making them essentially more popular in household names. Because, you know, like we say it a million times, but nobody gave a fuck about the Guardians of the Galaxy there's a until couple James of different, Gunn did it, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of different teams... Uh, both in Marvel and DC Comics that are like just so, human explorers or scientists, and then they have like a a thing like we're the hive or we're the. So we're you the want him world. to do another team, like an ensemble thing? I mean, he could. I, I don't. I know. mean, clearly I'm, I'm he's saying, good at it. Like he's shown I'm that he's saying, really good at it. I'm saying he it, he could somehow if he wanted to try and tie the DCEU like together if he wanted to, or if he wanted to play with the idea of different worlds and shit like. Challengers of the, of the Unknown would be a great way to do that. Yeah. You know, kind of play with the whole idea. But, I mean, Flashpoint's kind of doing that, so probably not. Yeah. Though. Okay, so mine is going to be um, maybe obscure to some. Not nearly... Or Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. A team-up movie would be great. I would love to see him do Blue Beetle, too, yeah. Uh, Booster Gold... They've well, been talking about doing Booster be Gold a buddy for so... cop movie because they're dorks. They're, uh, they're, well, if, yeah. if James Gunn were to do a, 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 yeah, a buddy cop style... Movie like that, I would totally be in. Because as you, as I told you, I'm a sucker for that genre. You got to make the costumes kind of dorky looking too. Like, I don't know, dude. Blue Beetle's new costume looks pretty dope. 
Are you talking about? Uh, are you talking about the new? I'm talking movie? about Jaime. No, I'm talking about Ted Cord. I'm talking. Oh, about you're talking the, about the original. I'm talking about Justice League style oh. booster gold blue beetle, which like. is so funny because that that's a great example of what we've talked about with Miles and Peter, like Miles and Peter Parker with the legacy mm-hmm. things. Because you know the Tom Cord blue Ted beetle, Cord. or Ted Cord, yeah. The only one that I know, the only one that comes to my mind is Jaime, well, which is a newer Ted version Cord of Blue was, Beetle. Yeah, well, Ted Cord was dead for a long time. In yeah, the and then he took up the mantle. Recently, he's come back, and they actually have a limited series right now. It's it's uh, Dan Jurgens doing... Uh, it's The book is actually called Booster Gold and Blue Beetle um, because they were one of the most popular parts of the Justice League International yeah. reboot from like the late 80s with uh, Giffen and... and uh, yeah. Um, and all that. Yeah. So mine is not as obscure as yours, but still might be. It's kind of obscure to a mainstream audience. And I would like the idea of him making another R rated movie. Mm-hmm. I would say Hellblazer, John Constantine. Because mm. mm. while you went with more of like a. And we kind of. And Swamp Thing would still be more of a, a, a single a main character, not necessarily an ensemble. Mm hmm. But um, excuse me. Well, I didn't want to burp into the mic, Tyler. That's that's broadcasting one hundred and one. You don't burp into the mic. Just don't do it. Uh, just don't. You not one tenth of good radio is preparation. The other nine tenths is just making sure you don't burp in the microphone. It's true. It's true. <coughs> or cough. <coughs> Great. He's dying over here before our very ears. Yes. Okay, anyway. I'm smoking too many cigarettes, just like John Constantine. Look at that segue. Wow. Which is funny because I don't smoke. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be better if you said it. <laughs> hey, uh, no, no, uh, because um, while I think James Gunn's bread and butter and he's so good at making ensemble movies, I would love to see him do a very character-driven story. He could. And it do a more adult story. And it, you can still have the humor because Constantine... Is he's cracking jokes like yeah. he's he's a he's a John Constantine is not the Keanu Reeves version. No. John Constantine is a blonde British. Uh, he's a wanker. He's a beat down. He's piece a piece of shit. He's a wanker. And the reason dude. I like yeah. Hellblazer so much is it's 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 paranormal noir. Like he's he's a paranormal detective kind of. Well, not really necessarily a detective, but. Like it's hard boiled uh, dimension hopping, pretty much, and and it deals cool. and it deals with and it and I love and I love it when a book finds creative ways to deal with religion, oh yeah, and God and and heaven and hell and Satan and like it's such a good story and and um it, I think that James Gunn could have a lot of fun with that. I think that he could tell a really cool, compelling story. Go back to like we were talking about a Swamp Thing. Go back to his horror roots, but also still have. He's James Gunn is great at writing assholes, and John Constantine's a fucking asshole. So I think that he'd be really good at making that character likable. Good at writing assholes. And they need to get the dude that fucking played Constantine in the show and voiced him on the animated movies. They need to get that dude back because he fucking loves it. Also, I want no. I want I want redemption for Constantine because that NBC show fucking sucked. Why was it on NBC? Question number one. Question number two. Why the fuck did you even bother producing this NBC? Because you put it on Fridays. Everybody knows you put something on Fridays on TV. You're sending it out to die. Right? 
fucking assholes. And third, question number three, three for DC itself, why the fuck did you try and put Hellblazer in mainline DC because of this show? Hellblazer is a hard R comic book. There's constantly swearing, there's blood and guts and gore and sex. You can't... Mar- ah, fucking... James Gunn, save John Constantine Hellblazer. Lots of dicks. You know who else I'd like to see do uh, John Constantine Hellblazer? Uh, but he's already doing The Flash. The dude that did the It movies, I think would be good to do that. Machete. Andy Machete. But he's doing Flashpoint. Yeah. That's fucking great. Also, uh, George Clooney talked to Ben. Another thing he said uh, to Ben Affleck was like he's upset that he didn't get a call for the Flashpoint movie, but he's also like, well, when you really just derail an entire franchise like I did, you don't really get those calls. Everybody had a good laugh. So I'm glad that George Clooney has fun with the fact that he's like, yeah, my Batman movie sucked. Well, if you were going (laughs) to... Look, you're not going to bring all three of those Batman back. I think there's already too many Batman in the Flash movie, but whatever. Michael Keaton is fine for that era. Dude, he looks so good in the suit. Um, Bale would be awesome because he was... One of the prominent ones. Affleck would be awesome. Because I liked his Batman. I liked his Batman. I thought it was great. I, I liked thought, Batman. I, 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 really, I really liked the old grizzled, you know, I don't give a shit. And, I, and I the, think and Pattinson's going to crush Snyder it. Cut, yeah, I, I do too. But the Snyder Cut really um, flushes him out more. And uh, I really like it. So uh, I also, Matt Reeves said he wants this to be the most emotional Batman movie. I've also heard it's like a whole. It's it's very graphic. Hey, why don't you go ahead and just not include the scene of his parents getting shot? Because that's in every fucking you know, Batman movie. I like ever. how we segued into the Batman. Uh, the, honestly, what excites me the most is our uh, our buddy Paul texting me, and he goes, "John Turturro is Carmine Falcone." I'm not as excited, and I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump the brakes!" I go, "John Turturro is a great actor," and he goes. But to his defense, he's only seen him in comedic roles. In Sandler movies. Well, and fucking Transformers and, uh, you know, he's he's done a lot of comedic shit. And the, the Big Lebowski, funny, don't fuck with the Jesus. Guy, but Turturro, go watch... Uh, the Night Of. Uh, no. Uh, no but the that, other no, Coen Brothers movie. Or it's either called The Night Before or The Night... No, it's The Night Of, because The Night Before is a Seth Rogen uh, movie. There's another Coen well, Brothers... Yeah, go ahead. Time out. Uh, no, I, I, I know... Is it Barton Mink? Barton Fink. Barton Fink. That fucking movie? Yeah. Holy fucking shit, dude. Well, that and and you need to watch the miniseries The Night Of on HBO because yeah. that is a dramatic role and he fucking kills it. So I'm actually... Paul, I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying trust me when I tell you. And I, I fucked with him because I texted him back. I go, you know what? People like you were the same people who didn't want Heath Ledger as a joker. <laughs> And he, and he had People like him didn't want Michael Keaton as Batman. But guy. To, hey, but to be fair, I didn't want Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, and I was right. That was the one time I was right. But I thought it was okay. He did took. It's not his fault. It's it's. He the, took interesting liberties with the it's character. It's not his fault. It it's it's the writing. Jesse Eisen. I think Jesse Eisenberg is a fine actor. I think Jesse Eisenberg can suck my nuts. Wow. Yeah. Any other movie you're excited? <laughs> I dude, I can't wait for DC Fandom. That's gonna be next weekend. Um, I I think the thing that excites me the most about it is we're gonna see some footage of Peacemaker, I believe, because James Gunn will be a part of it. So I'm hoping we get to see some Peace, because I can't fuck. I can't it, fuck. Here's, you, here's you can't fuck. You can't fuck. Here's what I love about James Gunn. Here's what I love about comic books, and here's what I love about all of this shit. Yeah, is 
Wieners. Again, oh. back to what I was saying about Venom at the start of the show. If you would have told me, hey, John Cena is going to play this character Peacemaker, and you're going to fall in love with him, and you're going to watch this TV show about him, and you're going to be stoked, I would have said, that's stupid. And now here we are. Like, I can't fucking wait for that show. It's going to be amazing. Because James Gunn is the showrunner, and he's di- he's directed pretty much every episode. I think it's eight episodes. And the fact that it's eight episodes also it makes me happy. I wonder if they're all an hour long. But, yeah. The one uh, the one clip that I did see is a very brief clip, and it's the blonde girl that was uh, helping with Waller. Because yeah, you you know that they're they're gonna be with him. Like, yeah, that's they're their, gonna be that's their, their demotion. The straight people or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, she's sitting there, and is. he walks he walks up with his with his suit on, but no helmet. You know, and she goes, "You're wearing your costume," and he goes, "This is." What did he say? This is a suit of like he said something about like this is a suit of armor. Like <laughs> he's like he takes it very serious. Oh no, this is a uniform. It's not a costume. It's a uniform. <laughs> it's like fuck yeah. I love douchey John Cena. He's my favorite. The toilet bowl and toilet seat on his head. It's a beacon of justice. <laughs> James Gunn, and the fact that he's writing that character makes me excited. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I'm I'm also excited to see uh, Black Adam. What they're doing with that? I saw um, a article this morning. This is just me wrapping up the with show. Clicks, by uh, with pics of uh, Black Adam and Hawkman's uh, costumes. Oh fuck! I forgot Hawkman's in that movie. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, somebody else is too. Uh, another. And Justice it's fucking Pierce Brosnan. I'm pretty sure. Another Justice Society. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, I'm Our excited. man. No. Well, I remember Luke and I were texting Luke, friend of the show. Him and I were talking about that mm-hmm. when they announced because I'm pretty sure yeah, it's Pierce Brosnan as Hawkman. No, I don't think so. Or Pierce, no, no, Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Holy Fate's shit, yeah, Doctor Fate's in it. Yep. So I texted him about that. I'm Is like, it going to be the Kent? Uh, what version of Doctor Fate? I are can't. We getting? I can't remember. But I told, I texted Luke. I'm like, I'm actually pretty fucking stoked about this Justice Society. After they said that Doctor Fate was gonna be in it, I was like, oh shit, I'm into this. So, are they trying to make a Justice Society? Also, movie? again, listen, DC fanboys, we're talking about DC. We like them too. I know we've been a Marvel heavy show. Eh. Well, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me just put this forth let's, too. Let's hang wrap. On, hang on, let me, I'm just saying we're wrapping it up. I totally get you, but let me just put this forth too, okay? Now, there also used to be Lego sets that were fun and introduced different characters. Like, they had a Lex Luthor had, like, a mech, and it included <clears throat> uh, Wonder Woman uh, and a Superman. And then there was another one with Brainiac, Martian Manhunter, Supergirl, and Superman. Like, those Lego, please put out more comic-accurate... Lego sets of both Marvel and DC, they will be sold. People will buy them. And not characters that you put in every single one. Like, we get that you have to put a Batman or a Superman or an Iron Man or a Thor or a Spider-Man in every fucking set. But can you also include not characters? Like, they came out with the Infinity Saga one, and it was a uh, Wakandan dragonfly ship, which is kick-ass. But the minifigures were Shuri, Black Panther, and a Chitauri. I fucking have those. <laughs> who, who is the Jordan uh, Mila J? Uh, wait, wait. Are you telling me that your hatred, or not your hatred, but you're you're talking shit on DC goes back to Legos? Is everything about Legos with you? Yes. <laughs> I just pointed to the fucking gigantic one foot tall Lego. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lego doll in the fucking corner. Yeah, it is. What? <laughs> no, I, I mean, but you could have given me, like, you could have given me what could you have given me instead of, um, who's the Dora Milajay, uh, the captain? Oh, yeah. I, Whatever her name is. Uh, fuck. I don't, I don't remember her name. It's Donna Guerrera plays her. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they could have given me a, a, a minifigure of her. Um, They could have, you know, they could have done other. They could have given me just something. Look at it and go, do we have a thousand of these minifigures and sets already? <laughs> Let's get somebody else. We need Tyler Allen to get new figures, okay? No, Lego needs Specifically to- Tyler Allen. No, Lego <laughs> needs to call me. So that I can head up, <laughs> so that I can head up the adult comic book division, and what we will do is we will do. Hey, how much do they pay you? One million dollars, bitch! And all the fucking free Legos I want. I want the friend sets too with the Disney fucking princesses. I want it all, Lego. What? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So thanks for listening to another episode of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. I can't stop laughing at you. Why? Screaming about Legos. Lego! I'm telling you, why have you not started the spinoff podcast Brick by Brick with Tyler Allen? <laughs> or at least, you know, what you should do is uh, make them into YouTube videos and unbox them and build them and do like a time lapse and fucking crush it. Brick by Brick. I'm telling you. There's like a million of those. What? That's my point. They're popular. So do them. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening to another episode yeah. of Off Panel, Off Topic, number 15. You're going to break the mic stand. You're going to fucking break the fucking mic. Wow. Whoa. Back off a little bit, I'm not bro. DC, man. Chill out. <laughs> that was just an unexpected, so, even for me, that was like. No, that's how he talks to him, mate. I, I that's meant, how he talks to me, America. I, I'll be I, here. I, it. <laughs> I meant to be like joking. Like yeah. fucking mother, but then I was like, "Wow, that sounds really." Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Well, thanks so much for listening. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week. Um, next week, next week, next week. Yeah, we're uh, gonna give you a peek. I do down the road. I really do want to set up a way to do because um, with Dune coming up, mm. um, I think it'd be cool to. I'm not gonna read a book or any lore. I'm gonna go in blind and watch you the should. movie. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we'll have our we'll have a review discussion of me going in blind, knowing nothing, and you actually reading the books and going oh, in and seeing the movie. Dude, I am going to have to wear Depends when I go to see the movie in the theaters because I'll be coming in my pants so much. Wow, that's gross. And that's it. <laughs>